0: This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Sandy McKay of Macola Development Services presented the Electoral Area's Housing Needs Report to the SRD Board on Wednesday.
1: There's not a lot of great solutions to these things. Certainly nothing that you can really take on as a local government collectively. Working with federal, provincial entities, advocating for more non-market housing will be key to reducing the gap between uh, what people can afford and what is available in your markets. Non-market housing tends to be dedicated, affordable, and appropriate. It usually takes on the form of something called secured affordable housing, which is secured at an affordable rate in perpetuity, typically funded by senior government and operated by a nonprofit.
0: He explained,
1: there's not a ton you can do to support those uses at a local level, but what you can do is make it easier to develop them when the opportunities do come. You can do that by educating your community to reduce stigma around those uses. That is a huge piece that makes it very difficult when uh, someone does receive funding to actually implement those types of units. If there is land, making it available for affordable housing is critical. Prioritizing nonprofit development applications when they do come in, exploring more regional partnerships with both electoral areas, municipalities, and First Nations governments. And you can look at things like more formal collaborations, potentially including a regional housing service bylaw, which actually allows the direct funding of affordable housing across the SRD.
0: This was the second time that the four regional directors heard about this survey, as McKay had also given a presentation at their June 15th committee meeting. Regional Director Jim Abram said,
2: Thank you, Sandy, for your presentation a second time. I enjoyed it both times. And you did a wonderful job, I think, of presenting everything that we needed to hear, except for one thing. I've always been a supporter of reducing the number of Airbnbs and increasing the number of standalone rental housing to take care of all of these issues you're talking about, workers coming from off island, small families, aging in place, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera some of the homeowners
0: and landlords in Abram's district had been phoning him.
2: Not all renters are ideal citizens, and that they are under the protection of, I'm not even sure what the agency's called, but it's a like a rentalsman kind of thing, right, where they have a lot of rights, more than the people that own the house. They can't raise the rents, they can't, evict people for certain reasons etc cetera, etc cetera. anyway it's just another piece that I think maybe needs to be looked at here rental housing is being discouraged at the level where people are most willing to do it they're actually willing to set aside rental housing on their property but yet they see these other models where they didn't where it didn't work and they're withdrawing their support for it
0: this is a hugely important piece moving forward for all of our communities. Added Director, Claire Monglove In Campbell River, we had a report from our planning department about a month ago indicating that based on our housing needs reports, we're building way more housing than theoretically we need. It's because we're not building the right kind of housing. The housing needs report identifies the kind of housing that is required or needed in the community based on the demographics, based on the research, so the question is, how do you get developers to build the kind of housing we need? So that's the discussion that's happening at the provincial level. I appreciate there's lots of complexities to it, but I would say this is probably one of the top three priorities going forward at the UBCM level and our discussions with the province. Here are some key points gleaned from McKay's presentation.
1: We're seeing seniors accounting for up to 40% of populations already with those numbers expected to increase. So. Housing and supports for seniors was understandably one of the most prominent concerns that came up in community engagement. Many of those older residents were worried about their ability to age in place specifically, and some of them were currently supporting family or if they weren't directly supporting their family, were nervous that their children would not be able to find a permanent home in their rural area. Rental housing across the rural areas is hard to find. It's more expensive and it's more likely to be in poor condition. 45% of all renter respondents to our survey indicated their current housing costs were unaffordable.
0: This is especially true on Cortes and Quadra Islands
1: where there's a large seasonal population, and housing for families and individuals. It wasn't just seasonal workers or single folks. It was often families who are hoping to stay and live in the rural areas permanently, but are unable to find appropriate accommodations. Some of the things you can do, again, encouraging those denser multifamily options where appropriate, that's difficult to do in a rural area. But with regional land use decisions you can start addressing some of those needs collectively rather than as individual communities a big piece that emerged was continuing to monitor and potentially regulate short-term rentals like airbnb or verbos the number of unique properties grew from 153 when we first started collecting data to 625 unique properties 70 percent of those homes were located in electoral areas and the vast majority are classified as an entire home or apartment which means that Typically, it's not being shared with someone, it's not a room in a house, it's its own separate unit. Many, many, many residents that we spoke to were concerned that STRs were directly affecting rental availability in their communities.
0: McKay also talked about rising housing costs.
1: The cost of the median home. and In Electoral Area A, it's actually still relatively affordable. It's the most affordable of the four electoral areas.
0: The gap between house prices and what people could afford was greatest in Areas B, Cortes Island, and Quadra Island within Area C.
1: The median home sold for almost $800,000 in Electoral Area B in 2020, whereas the first time home buyer earning the median income could probably only afford about $200,000 on a mortgage, which is really a huge gap and a gap that we don't expect to decrease. Looks very similar in Electoral Area C, slightly less expensive, but still a very large gap over the past 10 years. And one thing that I think is really instructive is looking at area D, where the lines were almost perfectly together for the period up until 2016, when they began to split. In 2016, across the province is when we've seen a lot of these affordability concerns starting to manifest with greater and greater magnitude. Incomes are just not keeping up with the cost of housing. It's that way for renters. It's that way for first time home buyers, And it's going to continue to be that way unless there are some dramatic interventions both at a local, federal, and provincial level. Many of the homes in your communities are reaching the end of their lifespan, and the single detached stock is not as able as newer units to evolve to support an aging population. Construction costs, utility fees, land upgrades, procurement, all very challenging in electoral areas, especially in electoral areas B and C. Even when density is supported broadly across communities, there are often uh, other hurdles to jump over in terms of water, sewer, those sorts of pieces. So again, there's not a lot of great solutions to these things, certainly nothing that you can really take on as a, lo- a local government. But collectively, working with federal provincial entities, advocating for more non-market housing will be key to reducing the gap between uh, what people can afford and what is available in your markets.
0: You've been listening to a report of Sandy McKay's June 29th presentation of the Electoral Housing Needs Survey to the SID Board. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.